It's the legend Paul Merson, John O'Shea and Wes Brown are coming to Dublin. It's an exclusive off-air event, so if you want to be there, get on to offtheball.com forward slash events. Just Eat, the official food delivery partner of the UEFA Champions League. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition, available now. Right now, it's time to get back to the rug- rugby and Anna Capelis on the line to uh, talk about the last Six Nations game. Anna, good morning to you. Morning, lads. How are you? How are you keeping? Grant, grand, grand. I'm um, Chanty from sunny London. Nice. Um, sunny? No, that's, that was a lie. It is absolutely <laughs> Baltic and it is pouring rain. Um, so, yeah. Good. I don't know, is it any better at home? Good. Uh, no, it's not much better. That's the <laughs> <laughs> make us all feel better about ourselves. Come here, context obviously is everything in the in the in the final thoughts about last weekend, and obviously looking ahead to um, the weekend coming. And the context around this Irish team obviously is that due to years has been has been well spoken about and identified of bad planning. That in some regards we were destined to lose those opening four games. Not destined to lose them, but it was written in the stars to a degree. Um, mm. And holding England to under 50 points um, is a result in some regards due to the context. And they also ran in some of those late tries to almost put a gloss on that scoreline. Are you as yeah. upbeat about it? I was at the time. I was when I was there because, you know, when when the match started and like, England ran straight in after two minutes for their first try. My heart was pounding. I was like, oh, my goodness, is this going to be, you know, what what when people were fearing the worst, you know, 100 points plus score, you know, was predicted. Um, I was very nervous after that first try. But actually, yeah, like, they, you know, they, they Ireland like spoiled England's party a little bit because, um, you know, if 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 that was the prediction from outside, England certainly would have had their eye on that ball as well. Like, could we could we score 100 points or whatever? But, you know, I was at the time, I felt really proud of the girls. I thought they just dug in and just never gave up, which is what we wanted for them. Like, that's what I wanted for them. And that's what they wanted for themselves. Just not give up, not let up. Like, there was a, you know, huge periods of play where England just could not get through and for the best team in the world you know Ireland will really have been proud of themselves for those parts periods of of play and and what they were able to achieve and you know stopping England's like tirade of attack which other teams haven't been able to do so yes you know I felt really positive about it after not not over the moon but I was like you know what you should be really proud of yourselves like um, for, for for so many areas of, of that game. But then when you kind of take a step back and it was only when it really kind of hit me, I just looked at like the overall results in the weekend. You know, there was England, Ireland and then France and Wales and, and, and Italy and Scotland, which were just much more competitive games. You know, Ireland have no score at all and all the other teams are, are, are scoring and, and have real chances of beating their opposition and, it's just uh, you know uh, again another like reminder of where we're at and and uh, you know you can be like God you know fair play it's almost patronising or condescending or just a real like oh how did it get to this that we can be like Jesus fair play after a forty eight nil loss you know it's um it's just uh it's just where 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 we've got to yeah it's hard to square that in the head that's uh, that's totally accepted I wonder just in the context of like obviously this weekend it's we end if we end up not winning with a bonus point, we're getting the wooden spoon, drops us down to the third tier. Otherwise, we, if we do get the bonus point win, we may end up in a shootout with Spain to um, remain in that second tier. Hmm. But, and we'll get to that in a second, but the, the 
it felt like the defensive effort and I know it's more uh, there's more to it than just that but like that defensive effort needs to be given how we have struggled to put points on the board or put ourselves in the opportunity even to put points on the board two tries and one penalty that's our uh, some total of our scoring across four games uh, so far, but that defensive effort does it. How important does that feel in terms of a line in the sand for this Irish group and and in terms of forming a personality for the team? Is that the line in the sand? Is that where we say from here on out this is this is the personality of this team and this is how we're going to approach every game? Yeah. I I suppose um, because you never want to regress of course and you know if you can tell yourself that look what we were able to do against England imagine what we can do against other teams if we're able to you know not just draw the line in the sand and keep the bar there but actually lift the bar again so you know there were still missed tackles it seems you know a a big a big theme of 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 the, the, our defensive effort so far has just been missed tackles, and then you know the scramble has been good, and 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 some the connections and the 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 movement in defence has improved like throughout the throughout the tournament, which isn't a surprise when you've so many young players who are learning on the job. You know that they will get better every week, and you link better every week, and you know that we've got a you know, an unchanged side role relatively across the board, unchanged side going into this weekend, like which is kind of the first time that's happened, mm. um, this tournament. So that can only be, uh, you know, produce stronger stronger results in terms of defence as long as they keep the bar there, which I don't, you know, th- th- at this stage, last game, you know, you're going to give it everything. I don't think that will drop off. I think they know like 80 minutes or however many minutes I'm on the pitch, like I know my role, and a lot of those lessons will have come from from England and like building into mm. building into that game. So, yeah, absolutely. You know, if if, if uh, you know if Scotland or if Scotland want to win, they need to score. And if if you know there's a really determined defence in front of you, you've got to be creative in how you're going to attack that. So, um, yeah, I think they will. They'll hang on to that their their defensive efforts really strongly. Some of those tries, Anna, that Ireland are conceding seem to stem from lack of communication between players. And, and on one uh, hand, that's that's really concerning and worrying. But on the other hand, I guess it's such an easy thing to fix. You'd imagine on paper that, that Ireland can maybe point to that and, and see it as something that they can remedy going forward. Mm-hmm. I think... Um it's. I think it, it. It looked a bit. Um. They. They looked to fill the field a little bit more against England, like it's standing a little bit wider. I found kind of earlier on in the earlier games they were very bunched, and very narrow. And it seemed then that they, because they're so close to the defender next to them, there was kind of ambiguity around whose responsibility the tackle was. So I actually think that with a bit more width, even though it might, you might argue that's a harder job the communication then is easier because you there's no doubt in your mind that that's your tackle. Um, so yeah, that is like, that's a, a confidence thing. Like if you're nervous, you'll stand closer to the, the defender next to you. But if you're a bit more confident and your confidence has grown throughout the tournament, you're able to kind of go one step further, one step wider and take responsibility for a bit more space. Um, so that, you know, that confidence as well, yeah, grows and your confidence comes as well from your communication. And if, again, if you're new and you're only getting to know girls and you're only getting to know a defensive system, that's really hard to communicate. You know, you can't just like, bang, this is our defensive system and we know exactly how to communicate that now. No, like that comes from learning, learning, learning. And like you learn that through playing and it would, you know, be nice to have more, 
games that don't affect world ranking or don't affect, you know, things to to be played so we can practice these things. But um, it just so happened that, again, we're kind of like learning on the job and the communication comes from uh, confidence and then your confidence grows through the communication. So it's, it's all like one big circle that um, does seem to... the they seem to be taking a bit more responsibility now for a bit more space. Um, and that's that's good. Like, I hope that they can kind of n- not, I know we, we said it already, but not like drop the bar low again, but like just just keep it there and keep that confidence. And I mean, maybe some of the same things apply to the attack, Anna, but like the one penalty particularly stands out for me. You know, you want to be in an area of the pitch um, over the previous four games where you can try and force a penalty or you force a bit of pressure on the team. And it's just, it's not, it's obviously not a great sign, particularly where we're trying to get a bonus point win this weekend. Um, where, how, if you're in the uh, Ireland coaching staff this weekend, I mean, I don't know what the discussions are. It doesn't feel like they're a group that necessarily talk an awful lot about the outcome as opposed to the process, but. What are your thoughts in terms of our ability to carry off that bonus point win or, or what is our opportunity here with the group that we have on the pitch to try and score more? Mm. That's hard because there's, uh, you know, and we, we spoke about this before as well, if you're trying to like achieve too many things like in, in your one week to build up to a game do you end up kind of not improving anything like particularly I think like uh Dan O'Brien's um you know way of of, of kicking kicking him behind and and winning some some territory is going to be very useful and I think they kind of have to they have to to use that and she'll be you know she'll be stepping up to the mark to, to get to win them some territory um in terms of decision making around when to kick is uh is you know, is obviously still a, a learning curve as well. Um, but, you know, if you're playing down there and you're confident in your defence um, and you just want to stay in, in Scotland's half, uh, yeah, they'll be looking for, like, you know, territory and kicking back to them and putting them under pressure, especially with, you know, the, the, like Aoife Doyle is so quick and, and Lauren Delaney has been so good, like, under the high balls. Like, they... Um, the, 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 what, I'm, what I'm thinking about now is like when you win a penalty, like are you going to go for touch? Like I'm hoping that they can. Uh, that's what I would usually think, but I just think that the, there's there's been you know so many hiccups in the line out. Mm. Are they going to back their line out for you know driving mall, winning territory, winning ball, like even closer to the line if you're going to kick to touch? Um, that's what I'd like to see. But the 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 line out's been a little bit shaky. Well, I was listening to um, uh, John McKee talk about their line out, and he's saying that they've. Uh, you know things that maybe Scotland won't have seen. So I wonder, are they changing their lineouts, or are they have they new a new setup or something? I don't know what he's really referring to there. So maybe that's what they're thinking as well. Mm. Um, that they've just got to use their got to use their lineout. You wouldn't like to see them be too ambitious in that regard, given the how much it's faltered. I would hope any changes yeah. are get it in quick and short, and let's see what we can do with that. Yeah. But I think that that would have been the plan anyway. Yeah, I I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Because I think that the movement is good. um, And they, you know, they're using different options because, you know, all the teams are just defending Nicola Friday now. So, you know, you just get in front of her and and, and it's good pressure. But like, 
they've they seem to use Sam a little bit last week more and um so you know that's another option now that Scotland will have to look at in terms of their homework like okay we've got two jumpers to defend here is there someone else that they can throw up you know as as a decoy that they haven't done already um but I I agree you don't want to be too like too reliant on that so um maybe some five meter scrum penalty or five meter penalty moves like that would be nice to see you know just like give them the ball and like bang especially when you've got you know like Darv running so well and so many strong runners in there like just a little bit more like heads up and play maybe you know is uh, tap and go quick like is the space on like and just making sure that if someone like Darv you know runs off on a rampage that she you and you're the closest player to her you're absolutely breaking your neck to try and get on her and that she's not going to get isolated so that would be nice to see just front foot all the time because that's what Scotland are going to do. You know, they, they'll go quick. They look for quick scrum, uh, quick penalty moves as well. So, um, yeah, it's kind of, I'm actually kind of, I, I'm not really sure. Um, I, I don't know what, what to expect. <laughs> I know. I know. We need something to work off. That's the, that's the thing. Yeah. And, uh, look, we'll see. I, the bonus point feels like it might be slightly beyond us. A win would feel mm-hmm. like a phenomenal, and albeit with the consequences that it comes with, it would feel like a phenomenal outcome. Let me just ask you before we go, England, France tomorrow, one o'clock shootout for the title. Which way is it going? I I think England are going to do it. I haven't seen England. I thought England were poor last week and I've never seen England, or at least not this group of players, back up a poor performance with another poor performance. Uh, saying that, I think France will be excited uh, about the prospects because they have certainly improved. You know, England kind of came in at like, they knew where they were at. They've been like, you know, they haven't been building and progressing that much because their level is so high. But I think France came in kind of, they've had a few shaky performances, but then they've kind of grown in confidence. So that confidence will be very strong for them. Uh, kind of in a way like heads as England, hearts as France, just for a big fight. I just would love an unbelievable for performance from both teams for like the 50, 55,000 people that are coming. So, um well, I'll go England. Just cause, <laughs> just because I think they deserve it after losing the World Cup final. They, they think they deserve a bit of, a bit of silverware. <laughs> we'll hold you to that, Anna. Thanks, million. Enjoy the games. Thanks, lads. Thanks, OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition available now.